0: . Hey, welcome. Hello, Twitch. Howdy, howdy. White balance is off, but whatever. I look like I'm in a golden room. Very yellow. Oh, well. How's it going, peeps? Arson, wave. Q, waved. Kobe, Lucas, morning. Guatemala. Howdy, howdy. Got oat latte from a new coffee shop on the block that just opened up their first week tipped them like five bucks chatted with the owner i get a lot of enjoyment from like chatting with baristas or anyone i come across especially repeat places that i go to buy stuff around me like local stores it's definitely a new passion of mine to add try to add more than i take twitch gang a Berlin hump day it is Wednesday my dudes yes 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 the girl is popping off let's bring her down just a little bit um that's probably good right there right yeah Guatemala coffee Nah, I don't know what because this is made from someone espresso bar I don't know what this is to be honest it's not the best latte I've ever had (laughs) A lot more oat than usual, I'll tell you that. Okay, we're going to be doing the podcast recording at 12. Happy to hang with y'all. Um, I've got so many notes to go through. It's going to be crazy. All right, let's pop up my phone. There it is. I've been good, yeah. Excited to like hang. I actually look forward to these. It's a balance of trying to figure out how frequent I should do these updates. Because every single day I'm learning, I'm thinking, I'm consuming stuff, and I have opinions, and I want to analyze things. So I have a ton of notes. A ton of notes. And, uh, you know, it's one thing to write a note. It's another thing to to analyze it. So this is like super important to me. Super excited. Did I try coffee when I was in Guatemala? Yeah, I had a ton of coffee. It was real good. NFTs? Yeah, we could talk about those for sure. Probably won't be back in Guatemala for a while. um, But I do want to go back. Whether it's to hike or just to travel. Lots more to see. Lots more to hike. Just a taste. Like I've been to Peru for like three three trips now so you know once once i get once i discover a place i it makes me more motivated to go back so i'm sure i'll go back to guatemala at some point that's good level right for the music y'all never you'll you'll never tell me what happened to you trying to live out of a car craig yeah the big story behind that but it's almost sold I've like motivated my mom, incentivized my mother to, she can earn 50% if she sells it. Cause it's just been at their, my parents' house in upstate New York for months now. Ever since I got this apartment in November, you know, I've just left it up there. Probably not the best decision. Could, I could, I could do a whole episode on the car. <laughs> Finally got your invite. Looking forward to chatting in Clubhouse today as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably impossible to do both, you know? Um, It's like the delay thing. And if you hear your voice on Twitch, it's going to be delayed and it's going to mess up if you're trying to, like, actually talk on Clubhouse. So I understand if you go back and forth. And then also, I understand if people, you know, can't tune in live, that's totally fine. Uh, There's so many cool things that I wish I could do, but I'm just not available at the time so you know a lot of people just bypass the entire live experience because they can't uh or they just don't want to give feedback or be here when it is done live totally get that you know it's fine (laughs) when are the videos coming yeah um i get that question a lot like when is your next video what's your next video I don't understand the motivation behind asking that question. Like, when I have a video, I'm going to post it. So what do you gain from knowing beforehand? I don't know. You know, lots of questions there as far as why you would ask. I understand you're just excited, maybe. But, yeah. Also explaining the process and the reasons why there aren't many might be interesting. So, yeah, it's it's a valid question. Lots to talk about there as well. One year ago, life update from Brooklyn. Today, life update from Manhattan. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you know, the I've got that in my notes. It would be cool to eventually start pushing this content into the YouTube sphere. I want to kind of take that back. Um, I've gone back and forth on doing that type of video. But Craig News, Craig Updates, update Life Updates are uh, what I'm passionate about. Almost more so than hikes. You know, there's just less demand for that information, but it's growing, so. I just need to get better at um, creating content density and uh, just expressing it in a unique way, I guess. Do you think you'll ever podcast with Foresty Forest? Um, yeah, so, uh, like, this is in my notes. I can't wait to talk about it, but I'm just changing the way that I do relationships and business deals and consume information so totally possible i'm more than happy if they reach out or if i reach out in some way but i'm just gonna let it naturally happen and not try to force things as much as possible Lots will also talk about totally we'll have twitch muted but watch chat from there <laughs> yeah quality over quantity for sure sneakers for hiking yeah i think that's in the clothing video it's also on craigams.com you can see the sneakers i've been using for probably about three years three well, well okay two years not even two years maybe a year now the brooks cascadia's have been doing really well ever since um i don't know curtis introduced them to me on the pct they've been working really well still using they're the only shoes that i own right now other than the slippers i have for winter apartment stuff so technically two pairs of shoes cool concept b-roll narration on top Yep, yeah we'll talk about that all right let's let's do this my phone battery's at like 40 percent so should be okay all right um headphones off the music is fine i kind of get tired of like holding the phone but whatever that's good all right let's start this bad boy up I'm excited. Okay, let's just record here so that we have a backup recording. Man, so much to talk about today. Welcome, everybody. Hello, Clubhouse. We are... Oh, hello, everybody. My name is Craig Adams. Welcome to my podcast. It is Wednesday, my dudes, March 3rd, 2021, 12 p.m. noon here in Lower East Side, of New York City, greatest city in the world. No, that's not true. I just like it. I'm biased. Uh, yeah, welcome to my podcast. Got a long list of notes. I'm really excited just because I was talking on the Twitch chat, which is live. We're, we're live on Clubhouse and Twitch right now. So if you want the chill music, the vibes, the Twitch gang, you can hang out there. But if you want to give feedback in the form of audio, you know that's really what I'm looking forward to here. I'm gonna do my thing and go through my notes. I, I take Notes every single day as i learn and hear good ideas from smart people Uh, i take notes because that helps me learn it absorb it and think about it but the analysis of these notes these ideas is just as important and that's what this podcast is really here for like i'm gonna go through in chronological order all the notes that i've taken since the last podcast one week ago and let me tell you it's a lot (laughs) so i'm trying to figure out the correct balance of how many Uh, times I should do this like broadcast it's really it's kind of BTS into my thinking and analysis Um, it's just another way it's like for video me sharing the video editing like that's a look into the live process of me creating video content but this is like a live look into my thoughts and my ethics and the motivations behind my actions like I could, uh, this is something on my list and I'm sure I'll talk about it at some point, but like live tweeting all of these notes would be almost like an even more raw, authentic documentation of my thoughts as it happens. But just at the moment, I'm kind of just Hello. taking these private notes and then letting them collect and become a bulk thing. And then just going through them, analyzing. And I think it's really fun to share my ideas and have some kind of pushback, some pressure on ideas, like from y'all, if you want to give your feedback on why something works or it doesn't, or, you know, that helps me. And I I thought about like going through these notes beforehand all morning. Like I, I gave myself a lot of time while I was doing laundry, going to different coffee shops between the washer and dryer and drinking coffee and like looking at my notes. I thought about analyzing, like paring them down into an outline but it might be interesting if I just do that live right here. It's like, why even do that work without, you know, the light on it, without sharing that with y'all. So we'll see how it goes. Okay, cool. Once again, we've got the the gang on Twitch. It's gonna be hard for me to look at the Twitch chat. I, I, you know, that's feedback in the form of text and words. And could be just as valid as and and valuable as the voice. But if you want to raise your hand at any point, I'm going to try to take pauses between topics. But if you have something like very specific to say about what I just talked about, like if you can raise your hand for that, that would be great. I'll bring you in. We'll do a real quick back and forth, and then we'll move on. I do have a lot to get to, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm just happy to share this, and and regardless of who listens or what feedback I get, it's very valuable and fun for me, so it's going to be something that, you know, I, I just keep doing and do because I love it. I'm not doing it for the likes. I'm not doing it for the whatever. I'm not going to look at the number of people who are in this clubhouse, whoever shows up and hangs out. That's awesome. I love it, so I'm just grateful for you all to be here, so let's get into it. So first up on the list, it's just a really weird, random one, but make a list of ways to help me on my website. I've gone back and forth on the idea of a website, what value it brings me. Like, why do we even have websites in the realm of Strava and YouTube for video portfolio, Twitter for text and idea portfolio? Like, all these different ways that a website has been broken up over the years, but I'm going back to it in the sense that, like, it's my own social media it's like I own it in a sense like yeah it's it's Squarespace but still it's like my data so might be thinking about just expressing like my code of ethics uh, just spelling out exactly what would help me for different types of people so if you're like a follower someone following my footsteps and just consuming my content as a content creator Like, it might be interesting if I literally spell out, like, ways that you can help me and just try to automate that process instead of, if anyone wants to help me, like, sending me a one-on-one message, like, sure, I could think about it and then write you a response, whether it's an email or a DM, and, like, explain how you could help me, Uh, but automating that process would be making a video explaining those things or just, like, making a bullet list, so minimum viable product for spelling out ways, like incentivizing people to help add value back to my community or boost my, my productivity or help me give me leverage in the form of just labor or work, um, I guess I could do that on the website in a bullet list and go from there. If it works, if it expands, I make a video, I make it more of a thing, but just trying to think, you know, how, how can people help me <laughs> make it easy? Same thing for businesses like if you're a business and you want to work with me like i can spell out exactly what would motivate me to make that relationship work to make it happen so that's just a quick little aside second was retirement the topic of retirement is something that i am interested in and maybe i don't fully understand the idea (laughs) so if someone's older i think i was going back and forth with uh, jesse lakes from genius link uh, a service uh, for shortening links and earning affiliate income that i've i've been using for years i think i've tracked over like two million links but he's just someone that i look forward to so i guess i value his judgment his opinion a little bit higher like i would describe it as like a mentor relationship in a sense but he was pushing back at the idea i'm just like why why do people retire like why why is that a thing like i just don't understand so Maybe if you have like, you see the value of it, I guess you retire when you have enough wealth to be free. So not everyone is free in the sense that they can work on what they want for themselves and like sleep as long as they want, go anywhere. It it comes down to freedom, like autonomy, like not letting anyone tell you what to do rather than you make your own decisions. And I guess once you have enough money and you're building wealth, like you have that freedom. So maybe that's when you retire. And for most people who work for other people and rent out their time and effort, like you're building wealth slowly in the form of a 401k or whatever, until you have enough wealth and freedom to just like say, fuck it, like I'm going to do whatever I want. And this whole idea of like retiring and no longer having to work seems a little crazy to me. <laughs> like the fun aspect of life is pushing and changing and and butting up against that edge of freedom, uh, friction. So like, I just don't see a time when I'm not working and building and creating things, whether it's like literal businesses or products or just adding back into the community and giving my time and effort and production into things that I care about. Um, So this idea of retirement, I guess, as far as I understand it, like I'm already retired. Like I've gotten past that point of I have unlimited freedom in a sense, like enough freedom where I, I, I pretty much have nothing on my schedule. I'm doing what I want. I'm making an income from that and um, I'm starting to build wealth so that my money is making money. I'm kind of making money as I'm sleeping just through, you know, my social media and just everything that I've built. It's compounding interest. So I guess I have retired I don't know. I, I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> uh, but I could probably debate this with someone who's like kind of going through it or sees it a little differently. Like, I, I guess I could get to a point where I'm making one video a year and that makes me enough money to like keep earning money. So it's like, uh, I guess I'm just past that. So yeah. And I guess it depends on. Your amount of responsibilities like I will admit I'm, I'm a single guy, I'm a bachelor or I'm not a bachelor, I have an awesome, beautiful girlfriend. I love her and uh, I just don't have like a family. I don't have many responsibilities uh, to my name like kids or dogs or uh, workers or things like that. like I've stayed very lean in that sense, so maybe things will change in the future when I do have a family and whatnot so we'll see. okay next topic why not share? every single phone call you have? (laughs) I guess this is a question. Um, Why not share every single phone call you have? So this is an interesting idea for Clubhouse. It's like uh, this is a phone call that I'm basically having with myself. (laughs) Like if people want to jump in and have feedback, I guess that's like a private one-on-one phone call uh, that everyone can listen to it's broadcasting phone calls in a sense and there's a lot more to clubhouse than that and and trust me i don't want to just talk about clubhouse on clubhouse cuz we all get the we all roll our eyes at the people who do that i get it um but yeah well like what's the balance of sharing private information and making it public i've talked about this before like a lot of the success of everything that i've done in my life has been attributed to this idea of taking information um from the darkness into the light so you know vlogging like I remember a time when people were like Craig don't share your private information like don't share your life like what you eat where you go what you do what you're thinking and put it on the internet for anyone to see like that's dangerous don't do that but as time moves on and on we just see more and more aspects of life just being shared overshared it just it's like weird to do it and then um, it just becomes more normal and then it's just a part of life. And I think that's pretty much the reason like for all of my success. If I had to put it into one formula, it's taking information, experience from the darkness and putting it into the light. And I think that's further down in my notes. So I'm probably going to expand on that later. Um, but yeah, yeah, it, it's it's interesting to see everything falls back to that idea. And I guess it's extracting my own Uh, private life as experience so it's like my life force is (laughs) this a weird term for it but yeah sure my life is like oil that I'm pulling out of the ground and uh, I'm selling it and I'm making that a product and maybe in the future you know we may look differently on that like there might be some hidden hidden externalities or or hidden hidden uh, down hidden costs to uh, creating a product out of your life and your experiences, but I, I'm having fun. I feel like I get a lot of freedom and joy out of it, and I'm a unique product. Every single person is unique in their own way, and if you just share your life and get it in front of the right people who get some kind of value, whether it's learning, following the footsteps, or just entertainment and escape, you know that's a very unique product that no other competitor can copy. Like No one can produce Craig Adams' as a product better than I can. So I've kind of cornered the market on that. And the crazy thing is everyone can do that. And I guess that may even fall away in the future. Uh, Deep fakes is something we can talk about. Authenticity, you know, copying. Someone in the future might be able to like copy Craig at like a personal brand and almost do it better well, just through leverage, and that's that's a totally different topic, though. Yeah. Okay, so uh, how to shoot a hiking video is just a line that I have in my notes. So I guess that's just an idea for a topic or a video that I would like to make in the future. A lot of people who watch my video content on YouTube are just creators who want to do the same thing that I'm doing. So once again, instead of just answering one-on-one emails or private DMs or comments like... Giving advice on how to shoot a hiking video like I've done, uh, it would be a lot. It would be great if I could just automate that process, make a single video that's thought out and beautiful that just answers that question for a lot of people. And they can just go to it and consume that information without me having to do the same thing over and over again. Because that is the definition of madness (laughs) when you do the same thing over and over again. I think that'll cause. Everyone Like, that's the source of so much pain and distress and annoyance in this world, like people who have to do the same thing over and over again, because that's, that could be automated. Like if you find yourself doing a job that you're doing the same thing over and over and over again with little to no growth, like that's very dangerous for you because that will be automated in the future. I think every aspect of work will be automated, um, you know, eventually. Right now, like the robot revolution has already happened, we have more robots in the form of algorithms and uh, da- in, in data centers because they're just more efficient to be kept for heat reasons and space reasons in d- data centers. But they're doing more work than people already. Like the robot revolution has happened, um, we're going to see that move into the real world with robots and automation and delivery robots and you know healthcare robots. All of that happen more and more. But that's another conversation. <laughs> I don't know how we got to that, though. Um, getting paid in exposure is just a line that I have in my notes. That's a good topic. We could talk about that for days. Uh, I've seen this debated on Twitter, especially. Oh, Twitter. Uh, it's a love-hate relationship. But getting paid in exposure is something that I've seen people like defend or fight. Um, there's nothing right or wrong about it. It's just like a balance of value. It's like... Um, yeah, I, I just have that single line. There's a lot more to talk about that, but I'm just going to move on. Expand the category of recommendations on my website. So going back to the website idea, I've been thinking about this for a while. So instead of just what to use as far as tools to do the things that I'm doing, adding sections for where to visit. So that'd be like, just cool places to visit so maybe hikes like the all the hikes that i recommend should be an aspect of my website and not just on all trails i guess um, like this idea of like taking all the recommend recommendations and work that i do on these separate websites like strava all trails youtube twitter instagram and somehow copying or just duplicating that information on my website is something that i'm probably going to do in the future i think there's a line for that down the notes further because i thought about that more but yeah where to visit what to do where to eat restaurants all around the world i should recommend just the minimum viable product like what is the one place that i recommend everyone to go eat do uh, drink coffee a one single book to read what is the one my favorite movie what is my one favorite podcast like all of those things should be on my website a minimum viable product is just the the easiest, the least friction that I can do to get that project up and running, just to test it from there. Instead of like trying to do ten or a hundred of these recommendations, just do one, and just get people used to the idea that it's there, and it will expand in the future. And based on demand and the value that that project is bringing me, I'll add you know time and effort to expanding it, and may, like make maybe make a map. But at first, I'll just have a single link with text, and we'll go from there. Cool. Uh, Coaching on Clubhouse is a line that I have. So this idea that um, if you're just like giving education, um, first you wanna just like give it away as much as you can just to boost demand. And at some point, like there will just be too many people wanting that information. And uh, once you introduce once that is introduced, it creates scarcity. So if if there are just too many people like asking for one-on-one information to you know me me to apply all of my learnings to their specific situation instead of just speaking in broad terms, I'm speaking from my perspective and just broad terms in general. But if someone paid me to just use all of my knowledge, everything that I know. And apply it to their specific situation so i'm a TikToker. i'm an instagrammer doing this within this space you know i could definitely help them way more than me just spitting out knowledge so you know that information that attention my attention my time and my effort is pretty would become more scarce and then the cost would just increase depending on the amount of demand but it all starts with just give 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 this is gary v 101 this is gary v Circo, as a 20 <laughs> 2010 now it's kind of crazy how like that his crush it book was the spark John Xley gave that book to me uh, at a senior party in high school Jim James, James Carey's senior party and uh, you know meeting up with John Xley just to talk about business and startups and hustle and product and design and production that sparked all of this so I don't know that's just a quick aside okay next is uh, live simply I want to travel whenever I want. I want to shoot occasional hiking travel films for YouTube, showcasing my favorite hikes, what I eat, where I go, how I live as a nomad. I want to consume good ideas from smart people, and I want to process, analyze, and discuss those ideas. I want to go for long walks and conduct clubhouse discussions, broadcast my creative process live, get feedback, and add back to the community. I guess this is just me trying to figure out the kind of life I want. And instead of just living in the cosmic soup, as I say, and just floating along and letting things happen, cause and effect, I would like to design my environment so that I get what I want out of it instead of just hoping that it happens to me. So it's good to like reverse, think about your goals, the kind of person you wanna do, the kind of content you wanna create, and then work back for, backwards from there. Like what's the environment that will help this uh, to happen? What's the least amount of friction you can create for these things to happen? So yeah, I guess that's kind of what I'm going for. It, it's, it's interesting because I may have like wrote this down uh, like the night of the last podcast, like the week before. So it's, it's kind of me decoding what I was thinking at that time. And I, I kind of like it okay so huge trends is the next term i have with a a semicolon (laughs) i'm always trying to think of big trends in society like where things are going instead of where they are now because that'll help me get an edge and predict the future and kind of be one step ahead of other people because once something is popular uh the the competition is already there if the masses know about it and uh like even NFTs at this point, like there's still a lot of room for growth just because it's new, but like everyone and their mom is talking about it. <laughs> if your parents like ask you what an NFT is, like it has reached the masses, <laughs> like Bitcoin and all that stuff. It's just funny to think about. So the more that you can be on the edge, the fra- the, the where where new ideas are, are difficult to think about and discuss and understand, like that's probably where you wanna be. So I'm always trying to think about huge trends. So radical transparency, Hmm. radical transparency, share everything, profit from this extraction of personal human experience, share the act of consumption, creation, analysis, react to everything. So this is kind of what I was talking about before, like to what degree should we share every act of what we do? Reacting to everything, it could be in the form of leaving a comment on a YouTube video after you watch it, replying to a tweet, uh, raising your hand in Clubhouse, leaving a comment on Twitch. You know, all of this is a form of content. And, uh yeah, this is this is something that I, it was a big, big aha moment for me this week. Uh, just the relationship of reaction content Uh, and I actually I have more notes about it down further because I think it was like a couple days ago that I made this connection I I define it as feedback content and it's almost just as valuable as the original content itself so if I make a YouTube video and upload a hiking video um, You know, it's one thing for people just to watch it, but for people to watch it and leave a comment, you know, that's a form of feedback content and they may be small and the value they bring may be small, but in large numbers, you know, that can move mountains. And if you start to expand your perspective of how much feedback content exists on the internet, it's literally the reason why Facebook works. (laughs) It's like... People create content, they share their ideas, posts, photos, videos, updates, links, whatever. It's the people reacting that is really generating what I would say is probably more than 50% of the content on social media platforms these days is feedback content. And it's kind of crazy to think about how important and how much that changes things. Uh, But yeah, we're going to move on. So if the world knows more about me, it can help me better, but it can also manipulate me better. So I guess this goes into social dilemma ideas. So it's definitely a huge trend that people are sharing more and putting more information from the dark to the light, as I said, being more transparent, sharing things that they didn't, they would never even think about sharing before. Uh, so that's definitely a trend. Uh, whether it's good or bad, that's the question I'm having, I guess. like. Uh we can see how with more information people can make better prediction models, they can understand your actions before you do them, you know, which people can do to manipulate, but then it can also help. So good or bad, I don't know. What what matters is the effect of if it's positive or negative. So uh, I guess that's just something that I'm thinking about, and it's definitely a trend that I don't see stopping too much. You know, these tech companies are going to keep mining and extracting more and more data, so that they can build prediction models and uh, control, manipulate people more and more in the future. I guess culture and policy, you know, government will try to curb that and stop it. But at this point, I don't see them doing too much to slow that trend of Google knowing what job you should work at before you even know it, knowing what person you should be married to, you know, uh, before you even know it. Um, Just being able to predict all of our actions. And I think this is a note that I put at the bottom, uh, which I probably won't even get to today because I don't know if I, I think talking for like an hour straight nonstop like this is probably the physical limitation that I can do before I go crazy. Um, But I think choosing who to follow on social media is like so ripe for change. I think it's so crazy that we have to choose what movie or show to watch on Netflix. Like we've all been there. We've had the remote or phone in our hands, scrolling through, trying to make a decision, like what's gonna bring me the most happiness and, and value. Uh, where I think algorithms are going is that they're gonna make that decision for us much better. I think we're already starting to see it, but this idea of like, I don't know who to follow on social media. I don't know what value I'm going to get best. Like, I have some idea, but I think an algorithm that uses the data that I'm producing and like my data trail will be able to do that so much better in the future. So, I would say within a year, the idea of choosing who to follow and unfollow and what data to like or what content to consume or not consume, we're not going to make those decisions (laughs) at all. Like, maybe a year, maybe two years, but that is just, that's a huge trend in the future for sure. And that's such an easy thing to see. Like what's what's past that? Like what decisions are algorithms gonna make better for us in the future? Like that's what I'm interested in trying to figure out. Uh, what's what's the what's the domino, you know, the line of domino, dominoes uh, in this trend of algorithms making better decisions for us in the future. So that'll be a good one to think about. Uh, I'll probably come back with a better idea. <laughs> on the next episode <laughs> yeah okay next all media publications are going to transfer into or transform into individuals with self-publications on various social media Hmm. okay so i think i was listening to another podcast when i had this idea but it's definitely a trend that you know mkbhd is probably doing more work for the tech review <laughs> analysis industry than the verge at this point like we're just going to see more and more um examples of like mkbhd in every single space uh like news broadcasts like there are probably going to be like a handful of maybe 50 to 100 individual news reporters who have more impact than cnn or fox news at this point You know that's definitely a trend going forward just the breakup of all of these institutions into more niche more nuance um individuals that people can you know pick and choose instead of just going for one news broadcast organization you know they can pick and choose the individual uh so that's definitely a trend going forward and i had a great conversation with my friend alex cass uh he's an illustrator for the verge and i was able to when i was listening to him talk and just chatting about this idea with him like narrow in a very specific example of like how you know if if he doesn't want to work for the verge like what would his next step be it's it's do the illustrations for all of these blog articles but for individual people so i go back to mkbhd again it's like if mkbhd was doing blog articles or even just thumbnails for youtube videos it would be cool if he had someone to create custom art so it's like who who are the individuals that you could work for as clients instead of just working for a large company like Vox or Verge or whatever. Anywho. So invest in societal trends. Hmm. What does that mean? Oh, just investment ideas in general. Climate change solutions, inequality solutions, veganism, sustainability, influencers, and individual brands. So I guess that closes out this idea of like why do I care about huge trends and the most that I can get out of thinking and analyzing where the future of society will go is like where I allocate capital just to invest so it's like do you invest in apple or like a biotech company that's you know producing the next CRISPR technology or something like that but I don't know what I'm talking about that's something I have to think about more like big manu- biomanufacturing, improving the biological machines that help us, the future of medicine. It's just like thinking about the different spaces of, of where there will be a lot of growth. Like what's the edge of, of knowledge and technology at this point? Because technology definitely interesting. I've changed the way I think about it. Like at some point, the spoon was technology. Like that was a new idea. And technology is just everything that helps us do things better. And pushes forward society and, and, you know, humans and eventually things just don't, are not seen as technology. They're just commonplace because they're, they they work, you know, once it works for everyone, it, it ceases to be technology like the spoon. Yeah um population geez i'm just like going into the weeds with this one population growth in authoritarian countries is outpacing growth in democratic countries (laughs) damn craig what do you what do you what are you reading will capitalism with authoritarian regimes win against democratic ones so yeah a big trend it's like china versus u.s model um, forcing people to comply or like trying to motivate people to comply in different ways. Uh, capitalism, different forms of capitalism. I don't know things I'm thinking about probably not ready to talk about in an elegant way. So we'll move on the best social media platforms offer some sort of compounding reward for loyalty. Hmm. Interesting. I've been fascinated to see the evolution of social media platforms in general. Uh, Like the idea of being able to see the months subscribed, the amount of donations on Twitch, uh, how many times someone has typed in a a comment into chat, like that just quantifies the amount of value that someone has added back to a social media platform or, or user within that social media platform. And it's fascinating to be able to quantify that because then, because like the idea of YouTube, it's like someone who may have been subscribed forever and has replied and watched every single every single thing that I've ever uploaded, and has added back value in some sense in in being like a a long-term super fan. It's hard to know who those people are. (laughs) Like, I just don't know who you are. You're doing all of this work and like getting a lot and adding back to the community on youtube for my my stuff but i just don't know who you are it's much easier to know who these people are on twitch and different social media platforms allow for you to uh, see this loyalty in different ways so um you know and, and once you see it you can apply different amounts of reward Uh, To these people so access into closer circles like that's someone I recognize. I've chatted with this person I trust them a little bit more so I'd be more willing to include them in things in the future Like just just knowing how early did you follow like are you a day one or are you a day three three hundred? Kind of person just knowing how much value people have added back to the community is so powerful So that's why I'm I'm, it, it is good to move to social media platforms that are evolving And offering more and getting more nuanced in this space Um, but I think Instagram kind of is evolving a little bit I think Facebook isn't changing too much at least Twitter is changing by doing what was it spaces which is the clubhouse uh, competition and um, super follows which is competing against Patreon Um, very very interesting to see how how much these social media platforms adapt and change because a lot of these little companies are popping up and offering amazing services. And, uh, you know, we'll see if Clubhouse gets acquired. I think Clubhouse is worth too much, um, but I'm interested to see if any competition can kind of take it down in any way. Yeah. Okay, well, if, um, yeah. So what will help me not talk my ears off is if anyone wants to raise their hand uh, and and chime in, it would be great. Uh, I'm having really, f- I'm, I'm going through lightning speed and trying to get through. I still, I'm probably like five or 10% through my notes. So I'm gonna go crazy if I have to talk all the time. So if anyone wants to chime in, at least say hello. Uh, I see you, Michael. I see you, Joel, Elliot. I just grabbed coffee with you a couple days ago. My boy Jeremy. I'm interested in shaving my head. Should I go Should I go full Jeremy bald head at this point? Timmy, Timmy Ham. It's been a while, dude. It'd be nice to hear from you. Very cool. Yeah. And then we got some usuals. Simon, uh, Christopher. I'm sure Kennedy is somewhere in there. Nick. Nick, I see you. Hey. And then Twitch gang. How we doing? We'll, we'll get back to you. Nat, subscribed. Thank you. Twitch gang. What's up? What's up? Okay. Cool. So next is... The ways social media platforms currently work, they want us to be narcissistic, polarized, misinformed. So yeah, this is the idea of just they have to evolve and change or else they'll die. So we'll see. Um, Taxes. (laughs) What are you reading, Craig? Taxes allow problems to be solved by the market. They make good things cheaper, make bad things expensive. Just changing how I think about taxes uh, has been interesting this week. Uh, It's a weird thing to think about, but it's like a magical, beautiful thing. And it helps me to just understand why I'm paying taxes and to not hate it. So if you know how many taxes you're going to be paying in the future and you understand the benefit uh, of taxes, like it just makes it better (laughs) because tax season is coming up. What is it? April? Next month, right? Yeah, I'm ready for it convert externalities into the market pollution carbon emissions uh yeah this is just an idea that was kind of an aha moment for me this week just realizing that if we so when people pollute and uh spend uh money that when any, anyone does anything that pollutes, there's a hidden cost to the environment that we have to pay in a long-term sense and not short-term. So the problem with climate change and carbon pollution and carbon emissions um, is that no one's paying for these costs up front. We're paying for it in the long term. And uh, because no one is paying for it, it's just like destroying the environment. So if, if we added a carbon tax and slowly built it up from like, a small amount you know that would probably do a lot to solve climate change and carbon emissions uh, through the market uh, it's a form of tax you know incentivize make make things that pollute more expensive and make things that uh, help the environment uh, cheaper um, but yeah that's that's just a simple idea that kind of makes a lot of sense and I've been listening to bill gates who's pretty eloquent on this topic uh, probably, you know, the leader in, in helping this become a thing. Because I've had people like message me being like, Craig, how can you hike in nature and support, uh, you know, reducing carbon em- carbon emissions when you're flying around on an airplane, which is probably the most that an individual can, you know, spend carbon wise. Uh, but yeah, it, it's interesting to see how he defines this problem like bill gates probably has the highest carbon footprint of anyone in the world like as a single individual person just the amount that he flies around and the amount that he he produces uh through his companies and through the companies that he invests in but he's also doing more to reduce so i think everything that he does that produces carbon uh he has invested in technology that uh negates all of that so that's an interesting idea it's like Sure, you can create a lot of carbon, but if you're taking away more than you're creating, that's what's more important than the amount that you create in the first place. Um, Yeah, so that's something I want to work towards in the future, like really being carbon neutral. And uh, it's a huge problem that I have to break down to make, you know, whether that's a percentage of all of my income goes towards planting trees or just investing in different things. But once again, it's like all of this is just a side way to solve the problem compared to just adding the cost of pollution into everything. So good and bad. Okay. Moving on. This idea of, uh, externalities is just fascinating to me. Um, just like the idea of like women, the, the the big example is like women working in the house for, you know, all of time. It's like, they're not making money, but they're doing a lot of work raising pretty much all of humankind, like over the time, to- like in the past, um, like they just weren't making an income. So it's an externality that, you know, the, there's, there's a cost of doing this work, but they're just not making the income. The, the man uh, who would work in the traditional sense would like, uh, I, don't, I don't know, it's, it's something that, seems so simple but it's like why don't we just add these externalities into the market because it'll help to solve it like the market is amazing anywho okay the attention economy back to gary v (laughs) thinking about the attention attention economy there is an infinite amount of content produced there's so much like just think about it like everything that's ever been created right now is just barely anything compared like it's just insignificant uh, like once AI is able to produce art and content, it, it's just going to be able to do it in an exponential way that we just won't even be able to conceive. Like think about Lord of the Rings, like just something beautiful. Like so many people worked. You know, a, a true genius wrote it, created language, created all this idea, this story, this lore, and then a, a brilliant director and, and the entire mechanism of the movie industry like helped create. I'm gonna i'm gonna say three movies <laughs> i'm not gonna count the hobbits uh but like all of this work uh is just nothing compared to like if we have ai generating story so i'm excited about that in the future but we have an infinite amount of content to produce but a finite amount of consumers yeah so there's only x amount of people in the world an x amount that they can consume outside of them trying to make money and living in the first place so let's just say like maybe six hours at the most every day that people can like consume content support
1: you my man Uh, and
0: to some degree it's like how much time do we have to consume content so let's break that up into the little moments instead of just sitting at home on our couch to watch a movie or a show it's like when you're waiting in line like go on your phone and consume content in little micro broken up fractal ways so it's not that we've gained. It's not that we've increased our ability to consume content. We're just. It's like fracking. It's like fracking our time to uh, find every single little micro moment that people can consume content. So the idea is that this will run dry. You know, it. It was a land grab at first, but eventually people are going to find it's going to be harder and harder to get people to consume more content until elon's you know neural link happens like until there's a major technological change that allows us to absorb more information like with our eyes with our brain just thinking like listening with our ears like there's a finite amount that we can consume content so it's just an interesting idea that people are consuming more content because they're they're fracking those moments in their day but it will slow down you know there there will be the the cost of uh like all the benefit, all the good things that us as content creators are doing right now, it'll slow down. It'll become harder and harder to get people's attention. The competition will grow and it'll become more and more expensive. So yeah, just a future trend that I'm thinking about. Something that grows at all costs is cancer. Sustainability by design versus solution through growth. Yeah, so I think just reimagining and rethinking about this idea of sustainability is interesting. I've been thinking about that. Uh, what's my purpose outside of self-growth? So if someone were to ask me, like, why are you doing what are you doing? Like, why do you make videos? Why do you do any of it? Like, it's kind of hard to realize, but it's like right now I'm just trying to make money so that I have freedom, uh, so I can build wealth, so that I have more autonomy, so no one can tell me what to do, so I have more control over my own destiny. And uh, yeah, there is some aspect of vanity, you know, social status. Um, Me placing myself higher than other people based on just what I've done or who I think I am. And, you know, that just is kind of cancerous. It's not really helping. Um, You know, this whole idea of social status is like a zero is a zero sum game. And it's just if you're going to place someone higher than someone else in status, it isn't good because to be higher up on the ladder, you have to put someone down. Um, and we'll talk about that later. So that's something that I'm trying to think about. Like, what is my purpose? Uh, so what if I dedicated 10% of my income towards what I think is important and whether that's reducing carbon emissions, uh, improving, uh, so yeah. So community, social connections, understanding, inclusion, I want to increase that. I want to increase sustainability across everyone as people, as businesses, as society, balance efficiency how can I make this process transparent like how can I prove my intention and action to proof of work in, in terms of crypto? So instead of just saying things I would rather do it and I guess 10% is just a number that I say but that's a lot you know minimum viable product what if I dedicate 1% of 1% of my income towards uh, you know the things that I truly care about? And uh, once that works, I'll grow up from there. This whole idea of just like improving, slowly iterating on success of something that starts at the rock bottom is so much better than making a grand gesture. Like I'm going to, this whole idea comes down to, as an example for like Patreon, like YouTube membership. It didn't work. I've tried to do YouTube membership. So charge people for a monthly subscription to something. Uh, It it probably failed two or three times before I finally made it work and that success came from just offering nothing (laughs) So start with the minimum viable product Because before I would try to do like monthly hangout sessions where members could have like a private Q&A or I would make special content Um, It just never worked out in the end because it was just it just didn't work so my, my membership program works now because I offer nothing, and then it only goes up from there. So anything extra that I add is just extra sauce, uh, just cake. Um, so I guess that idea reflects back into dedicating 1% of 1% of income. It's just a trend. It gets me more used to the idea, and then I c- can increase from there. Uh, so yeah, that's probably what I'm going to do. Uh, I promise. <laughs> I promise to do it. Yeah. it's it's the idea of like the carbon tax like the government just needs to fucking do it like just make one percent of one percent like extra cost for people who use water like and then almond farmers will will pay more than like if i have to pay an extra two cents because of a carbon tax for everything i buy that's totally fine because the people who use a lot of water or produce a lot of carbon will be paying an extra you know crazy amount because it's percentage so yeah anywho should I move more towards financial transparency? Ooh, good question. Um, this idea of taking information from the dark and putting it in the light, it's kind of faux pas. Like how much do you make? Oh, don't don't share that information. Don't tell people how much you made last year. Don't share your Amazon order history. Ooh, oh, that would be tra- traumatizing for me. Um, like, how much did you pay in taxes? Do you owe any taxes? Do you owe any debt? Like, do you have credit card debt? Like, all of these things are so faux pas. But for what reason? It's like, it, like, it just seems kind of crazy the more I think about it that, like, I guess this is something that I could argue with someone. Like, I'm sure there are some reasons to, like, hide this information for security reasons. But I, I think there's just a lot more to be gained from sharing those things than hiding it. So this is something that I'm trying to think about how I can do in the future. Um, Minimum viable product. So how much money I make versus how much money I spend. And then I guess from there, I can share like how I made that money. Like what, where did I make that income? And and what did I spend my expenses on? I guess that would be the next step from there. So I guess I can take the first step. Yeah, In, in 2020, so last year, My income was like $130,000. Yeah, I guess we can go from there. And I spent a lot of it, but I'm also saving more. So I think maybe my website would be the best place for that information to be. I can't really think of too many financial social media companies. Like there's no chase social media aspect. Like you can't just share like QuickBooks doesn't have like a, a share your information aspect to it but I could see how that would be beneficial. It, it, this all idea of public as a trading company for trading stocks, uh, like sharing what you're invested in, maybe how much you made, like how your portfolio is doing. Like, man, that was faux pas. Like, do not share your investments, but this app is doing it and making it into a social sphere. And there's just so much value to be gained from that. So it's exciting okay kennedy i knew you were here let's bring you in my dude how are you doing kennedy how's it going great
2: yeah um i think this is a really interesting topic you just mentioned um like social media for finances and i think um I I don't know if you've ever used Venmo but I think on Venmo you can see when uh, people pay other people Mm -hmm. on Venmo and they kind of put a caption to uh, the way they pay other people and um, having studied abroad in countries where they use uh, like e-currency or mobile wallets right everything that's done through your phone Um, I think there's also similar features there. Um, It's quite open, right? Your friends can see uh, when you uh, completed a transaction, like when you ordered a coffee or or when you visited an attraction park, et cetera. Um, And I think um, potentially um, this might become more and more popular, right? Um, Being open about your finances to a certain extent shows like sincerity or how honest you are right if mm-hmm. you're not afraid to show uh, what you spend your money on and how you make your money then people are probably going to be more open uh, to working with you uh, professionally at least or even hanging out with you in a social setting
0: absolutely kennedy you get it you always do i'm I'm grateful to have you giving feedback and just like listening to these because you know you you, you i think you get it And I absolutely think that there will be social media platforms. Like if Chase was smart, if HSBC was smart, they would rush to make this a thing. Like QuickBooks, all of those apps have potential to make this happen. I didn't even think about Venmo, but yeah, that was definitely one of the first players that I noticed where it was like this idea of early Twitter. Like people sharing what they were doing, what they were eating, what they were thinking. I'm like, why does anyone care? Like, why are you even sharing that? Like. Just keep that private. Like, what the fuck are you doing? But here today, we see the benefit. And it's very similar to finances. Uh, I think, yeah, within a couple of years, it's going to be very normal for people to just publicly share that information. And the early adopters will get a lot more than the late adopters. And I plan on being an early adopter. So, yeah, you'll probably see that in the future. Very smart. I like that. Recently,
2: I've been thinking a lot (laughs) of.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. finish your thought
2: recently i've been thinking a lot about uh how social media is like the uh like the antithesis or the what comes before um kind of online resumes like linkedin um i think there's this company uh it's like ccg or something like that um that recently like it's a advanced version of linkedin where instead of having everything on a list of your work experience you actually make a single video Like a five minute video that's basically a a resume and uh, I guess people looking to hire uh, people on this platform just
0: Oh, so it
2: goes back to oh, sorry. Yeah, I think I received a spam call and and it might have cut out (laughs) my phone, but uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, I think like Everything professional is starting to move more and more towards what we understand social media to be right focused on uh, video and pictures instead of um, kind of paper and just lists of our achievements mm-hmm. uh, you have to have proof i guess is the point uh, so, yeah
0: so going back to your author uh authenticity yeah proof of work is going to be more and more important in future and instead of just saying who you are and what you've done like having a portfolio that just speaks for itself is v- invaluable these days and will become more and more valuable so if you're a journalist like show me you know 50,000 followers on Twitter engaging with you and like providing that service instead of just having a resume that says you do these things yeah people more and more want the actual proof to be right there like, yeah, if someone's investing in a startup that's offering a product, it's like, show us the product. Don't just say and tell us how it's going. Like, show us the actual proof. Everything else is just irrelevant. Uh, proof of work is so important. Yeah, I get it. Good insight. All right, I'm going to keep going. But if you have any other ideas, feel free to raise your hand again, my dude. Appreciate you, Kennedy. Um, yeah, so financial transparency is something that I'm thinking about, how I can uh, start Uh, some kind of minimum viable product on my website to share that because I don't see many uh, apps that help me to do that. Yeah, same thing with Strava. I'm, I'm, like, having a lot of fun. I went back and forth on this idea of sharing my runs and workouts, and it makes so much sense to do so. Like, there's just so much more to be gained from sharing that information if it's coming from a place of just raw documentation of my process instead of some kind of vanity, like, showing off, like, oh i ran this amount like the more that you can just be and share instead of anticipate some kind of reward or something the better and the people who want to follow my strava you know whatever fuck it, it, it it's all cake I, I don't get i haven't i don't have any expectations for anyone who wants to follow or do anything like that jonah i don't think i've ever heard f- ooh, ooh, i pressed the wrong button let's bring you in real quick how you doing jonah
3: um, I'm relatively new around here. uh Just on that strand, I wanted to share something that I've been doing pretty recently. I've actually uh, run every single day of this year, and I've posted to every single one of my runs Ooh-hoo. from Nike Run Club onto my Instagram story. Awesome! And it's been really good in terms of being able to use all my friends and just a public social media account as like an accountability partner almost. Mm-hmm. So everyone can expect on any given day, you know, I'll post a run or opposed to pr so it's just you know something that's worked for me
0: yeah so if you're a person who's in shape it's proof of work you know it shows the process by documenting the the act of of doing all of these things like you don't have to tell people that you're in shape like people can see you actually doing the work and then you know it's just it's fascinating when you understand the core idea of all of this like the foundation foundational principle behind all of these social media and and what motivates people like it all makes sense like having a strava makes sense and and whether it's nike plus or whatever pros and cons to these different things but it's cool and i don't know about you but i've been motivated to work out myself because i've seen people that i look up to and respect doing the same do you ever get that
3: yeah yeah actually uh, i don't know if any of you guys have seen this uh, anybody listening right now but uh, Hella Good is actually someone who has run almost every day for three years and he's starting uh, uh, transcontinental, he's gonna run from Los Angeles to New York and wow. he's been a huge inspiration in terms of just getting out and getting your work in irregardless of the circumstances so I've I've basically run a minimum a mile a day every day since the new year and that's that's something super cool that I've actually really seen the the results from so I think uh it was Albert Einstein that said it was like compound interest is like the eighth wonder of the world and so I'm definitely (laughs) definitely feeling that one
0: absolutely yeah yeah awesome thank you I'm glad you uh brought up I think okay clubhouse is like weird It, it doesn't show okay word uh I'm gonna continue but if you have anything else make sure to raise your hand we'll bring you back in um, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So financial transparency. Really excited about that. So sh- this idea of share everything versus hide and encrypt, you know like I'm going back and forth, but just the benefit to authenticity. If my if myself and you know my life is my product, I want to be able to prove through work how I've gotten to where I am and uh, just, you know, gain trust with my audience just by proving the work that got me to where I am. So that's that's just an aha moment I've had this week. And I'm just really excited about it. And uh, yeah, okay. see now. Clubhouse is a a little crazy sometimes. Oh, well. So yeah, I've talked about it before. Why do I have secrets? Why do I have any information in the dark? And what can be gained from turning it and putting it in the light? Like, seriously, I'm just going through every aspect of my life, whether it's finance, exercise, mental health, relationships, communication, Uh, process of design of creation like why do I have anything in the dark Uh, when I have secrets like it's usually because I'm scared of the impact that it would have if people knew but a lot of times uh, if we don't know the outcome, we we greatly weigh the the negatives over the positives. So, you know, if, I, if you're scared to talk about like a past relationship or something, or let people know that you failed in some sense, like you'd probably gain way more just by getting that off your chest, let alone having the com- community like rally around you, give you support, feedback, and then also the value generated from other people seeing that and learning from it. You know, like I said, like, I learn from inspiration and i follow smart people around me and and, you know that motivates me to become a better person so share everything that's (laughs) kind of yeah obviously there there are cons to that and that's something i'll think about and analyze more in the future but i'm just excited hey sean let's bring you up how you doing thanks for raising your hand how you doing all right let's see if clubhouse brings you up and sean okay i did the button here we go there you are <laughs> i can hear you
4: sorry man it's my first time uh to speak on clubhouse but yeah i've been following you for uh quite some time uh probably i would say since like the early wedding film school days
0: oh OG. Uh, prove it so <laughs> no i'm kidding <laughs> prove it <laughs> yeah.
4: well yeah the first video i watched i think was like it, it was just like a day like behind the scenes um you know just behind the scenes and and sharing how to like do every single part and so i actually like booked a wedding and then the very next day i was like oh crap i don't know how to film a wedding
0: so <laughs> yeah.
4: um so yeah i just appreciate you man uh you've added a lot of value to my life and uh just continue to follow you just throughout your transition and into uh hiking and just all the things that you do so uh, really appreciate you man um, I just Thank Thank I you. wanted to add a, a little bit to the that conversation of the transparency of um, I was actually having a conversation with a friend and we were kind of talking like about financial goals and, and all these things but it's kind of like this um, like there's a barrier at which you can't like talk about certain things without getting like a, um, I don't know like there's just like this personal barrier even though like me and this friend are really good friends and we talk about a lot of things. It's like finances. It's like, it's taboo and it's, you know, it's off the table. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I just basically, I was like, you know what, man, like we can't get any further in this conversation without me just saying, um, like how much I make in a year and what I'm like, what I currently have in the bank and like what my goals are for the, for this following year. And like, once I did that, it was, it was, it opened up this whole other conversation to where like, he was more comfortable talking about what he makes. And then it's like, If we can do that on, like, a one-on-one sort of basis first, I think that will kind of, you know, reflect into the community and then, you know, kind of uh, create this change, you know, because I I think that a lot of the time we're, like, we're kind of built up to, you know, like, work and get raises and then, um, like, I don't know, you kind of want to create this persona around you of, like, success and, you know, I have this job that I've been working towards, but, like, when it comes to the actual outcome of that, or I guess the output, um, this job is resulting in me getting this type of paycheck, like, why can't we talk about that? So I don't know. hopefully that makes some sense i'm kind of <laughs> rambling a little
0: bit but yeah no it's good insight and then i can see you like pushing up against the the ideas that you're having and reevaluating reevaluating like what benefit you got from making that change in your life so that's good and and yeah thanks for reaching out for the first time it's it's so great to hear you know you reaching out and doing that and then also the the value that you've gotten from the stuff in general so thank you And yeah, like I I have endless examples of times that I've heard someone be vulnerable, uh, even with finances, for example, like Matt Diavella is someone that we probably all know within the minimalism and YouTube space. I distinctly remember him talking about how he had debt at some point and had to pay this like big fine or something. I don't know, just, I can't remember the specifics, but it's this idea of like, yeah, it's faux pas to talk about debt and finances and, and being vulnerable with each other will lead to a better relationship like with you and your friend and relationships can compound just like money or anything else in life and you know, the more that you can trust another person, the more that your trust grows and friction, but between these people, like, it's so exciting. Like everything is so much better when you're vulnerable, when you take information from the light and from the dark into the light. And, uh, yeah, just more transparency is better in my opinion. So it's good to hear you, you thinking about that and working through it in your own situation. Thanks, man.
4: Yeah, dude. Thanks for having me on.
0: Ooh, man. Yeah lots of good topic it's interesting to hear people like latching on to this specifically Diana how are you doing let's bring you in real quick
3: hi Craig hello Hello. hi Um, I will be really short Um, I know you like nature and you do this fantastic videos but you also love the city right Uh, So, my question is, uh, do you somehow, uh, at some point in time, plan to relocate closer to nature? Like, maybe, um, like, somewhere uh, where the national parks are?
0: Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, this is, like, just the whole idea of me being in one place seems a bit crazy the more that I think about it. You know, uh, for the last four years, I've dabbled with this idea of becoming more and more of a nomad, and uh, the more I think about it, the whole idea of just having an apartment as a single place doesn't make sense, so uh, I'm still a minimalist. Uh, I'm not quite to the point of living out of a backpack. I'd probably have to have a large duffel with me, Um, but yeah, just trying to free up myself so that I can be and and live and work anywhere is, is something that I'm interested in. And being closer to nature would probably bring a lot more value i do love the city just because well you know pre-corona is a different new york city than past and i think the ideas and the values the benefits that we get from being in cities has adjusted as things move more online and uh yeah everything is just more online and you don't have to be a certain place to do whatever you do so i think being able to travel more with less friction is something that i would like to still entertain I don't know if I'm going to go full nomad and I'm trying to balance like how much I can build close relationships here in New York City, but still live my truth of being, you know, free to do whatever, whenever, wherever Uh, being close to national parks would be cool. This idea of like not having to fly everywhere back and forth from New York City is probably something that I'd like to entertain in the future, just reduce carbon emissions and just be more efficient with how I navigate the world. Like leapfrogging from city to city is something that really worked well uh, when I went from Tanzania and Africa to Hong Kong and then to Nepal. So that was a point in my life where everything just seemed to be working I was I was productive I was making new friends I was being adventurous I was creating videos and I was living you know below my means and still keeping on the move so that everything was current and fun uh, and I guess the opposite would probably be me just sitting in this apartment in New York City so yeah uh, lots lots of ideas I'm trying to figure out how I want to design my life so I can do what I want to do. Um, yeah, from anywhere, I guess. Good, good question.
3: Yeah, thanks a lot. Thanks, thanks, great.
0: All right, clubhouse is delayed, but we'll we'll keep pushing on. All right, we're an hour, we're past an hour. All right, let's try to keep moving through these notes a little bit more. I love the feedback, so fun. And uh, after this, I'm gonna be hanging out on Twitch, so we're gonna be doing doing some uh, some Twitch Twitch chat gang hangouts then. So. We'll probably go a little bit more with this this clubhouse, but once again, if you have any feedback, you can raise your hand. I'll bring you in. Share everything versus hide. Big questions. Um, yeah, this is this is a super weird one. I don't know where this whole paragraph came from. Maybe my sci-fi uh ideas, but like um our bodies are not adapting fast enough to keep up with how we want to protect ourselves. We augment ourselves with technology like masks to help solve problems. If we continue down this path, we could reach a point of fully encapsulating suits, (laughs) provide nutrients, power, temperature regulation, protection, increased mobility, houses we wear. So just thinking about this idea of like a spaceship, like this traditional sci-fi idea of traveling around in a spaceship will probably won't happen. Like our body will become the spaceship. Like, instead of being on the crew of the Rosananti, if you're watching The Expanse, like, more so we'll be jetting around uh, in, you know, harmful environments in the future, whether it's space or different planets or whatever, uh, just in, like, a different augmented version of our body. So just a weird little, fun little concept that I just played out and I, I get excited about, like, we won't have spaceships, our body will become the spaceship. Interesting. Okay, so... When you enter a clubhouse room, the app sends push notifications to your followers to do the same. Yeah, we've all we've all felt this. It's like, it's different than other social media because you can't just always like check out different clubhouse rooms. Because I've seen I've seen this happen. Like people will sit on the sidelines and not fully engage in a clubhouse because it'll push notifications to their followers and can completely change the tone of a, a room uh, when it goes from like maybe. 50 people to like a thousand in an instant. Like it can completely throw off the vibe of the room. So it's almost like an algorithm based Twitch raid feature. So people on Twitch know that you can instruct your followers to go instantly follow and, and watch another stream. So it's just an interesting idea, I don't know. It's like we don't have to decide to raid or not. The algorithm manages that problem for us on Clubhouse. So on Twitch, it's not really an automated thing. You can automate it when you're not watching or whatnot. But just this idea of algorithms making these decisions for us in the future, especially on social media, where, they're, where the algorithms are being birthed and created and, and built. Um, so that'll be something in the future, you know, like our like just merely engaging with the YouTube video should in some sense pull my audience to that YouTube video. Like if you extrapolated it across different social media platforms, like what if if you started to tweet and reply and engage in some kind of Twitter thread, your followers are brought, their, their attention is brought towards that happening. And just you merely reacting and adding feedback content to anything that you're consuming just brings more attention from your followers. So I think that's something that we'll see in the future. That's definitely a trend. And then, so I put these little dashes, two dashes between days or moments. Like if I'm going for a walk, I'll write a bunch of notes. And then once I'm done, I'll like close it off with uh, two backslashes. So the last sentence I have in this section in my notes is, we probably live in a simulation (laughs) i probably okay most of these like (laughs) uh i could probably end that with most of these sections and it's so ridiculous like my perspective will just reach out so i just get so worked up and thinking and analyzing these things that that's usually where where i usually end up it's not helpful really isn't helpful it's like what is it all worth we're all in a simulation what what does it matter (laughs) anywho jesus (laughs) david how you doing let's bring you up my dude how you doing this wednesday
1: hey dude i can't believe you're bringing me up after just reaching the topic of simulation theory Ah. but sure (laughs) why not like but uh, I wanted to go back to what you were talking about the financial transparency thing and just add some value to the room. Sure. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know if um, you've heard of the website baremetrics.com? No, it's it's a pretty cool website. Baremetrics. B A R E
0: metrics. Um,
1: B-A-R-E mm-hmm. metrics.com. Cool. And uh, what you can do is there's lots of startups on there, and you can add your you can add your own product and basically you can go through anyone that's sort of fa- verified on it you can like see their whole sort of historic recurrent uh, monthly revenue and stuff like that it mm. so it's, it's very cool in just terms of like open data yeah. and I th- that's that's one cool thing about um, financial transparency and I think something else that's cool about that you could maybe think about as well which would add value to your own site would be open analytics like I don't know if you like be, be ever be into like sharing the actual stats of like I know you talked about like sharing screen time and stuff like that i think like the concept of sharing the actual analytics of like where people are coming from like (laughs) how are they getting onto the website stuff like that it's a yep i just think the the more sort of like the more like open we are with data i think uh, it's just gonna be better for like the community in general so just any thoughts on that would be
0: Absolutely. I would I would greatly appreciate if you helped me uh, make this happen more because as an example, yeah, sharing my screen time from my iOS device onto my website in some sense is something that I'd love to automate. And I guess that would be a minimum viable product, just like an update as far as every single day, what are my stats? Because that's even, you know, what what social media apps we use on our phone and how much we use it is like a faux pas thing that we're kind of embarrassed about. And I think the more that we take that information and put it into the light, we'll feel better. And then I think other people can benefit from like maybe empathizing. And yeah, well, I thought I, you know, used twitter a lot but i see this person is using three times as much it's like you know puts things into perspective and it doesn't make your it kind of minimizes your monsters and your demons and the things that you fear probably won't be as big as you think it is i guess that's a benefit um but yeah just the raw data like even uh like pulling data from google adsense maybe like i don't know even like the back end of youtube like how much revenue i make from each video is something i'd be willing to share just there's just so much raw data that can provide proof of work to the kind of person and the work and the products that i build so yeah i'm i'm interested good good idea
1: cool man that's no, definitely did. and then um, i think as well it's like really i don't know if it's, I think it's a trend or if it's not a trend or, but like if you go, if you i've seen a lot of youtubers just being more open about their financials like um i watched the burned over the past year and like just not on youtube so it is it does seem to be a trend in itself right now mm-hmm. but i've posted a couple of links to your twitch there just on the uh, simple analytics and parametrics so Checkmate.
0: Awesome, I love it. And yeah, us seeing this trend within individual social media platforms means that it's ripe for disruption as far as someone building the Venmo that encapsulates everyone's income and expenses. Like if someone wanted to make the Twitter of finances, it's probably being built right now, to be honest. There's probably some smart person working on it. There's probably two or three people competing to be the first to, to make the clubhouse of finances. Yeah, I love it. It's exciting, cool. I love it. Oliver, let's bring you up real quick. How are you doing, my dude?
5: Hey, how's it going? Good. Good. So just to add on to David's point there, um, there's actually a website called Social Blade. Um, I don't know if you've heard of it, but... um, You can basically put it, you can put a channel name in and it will give you kind of all the stats on kind of the amount of followers and kind of future projections and it kind of aggregates all that data and also gives kind of estimated earnings. I'm not quite sure if they just kind of base that on the amount of views um, and then project that, but um, that's kind of a, a useful website
0: yeah, yeah i be at first i i know about it i've known it for years i didn't understand the value of it but yeah thinking in terms of just sharing the raw data to show proof of work for where we reach as a person or a uh, media yeah 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 I'll, I'll give it another look and see how i could pull data from it to prove things in some sense good good idea sure, thank you
5: for sure um just one other thing craig um i i spoke to you very briefly on instagram uh, maybe like a week ago um, about the company which i'm building called wildpoint um, this kind of Airbnb of camping. Ooh. Um, yeah, so um, so I'm kind of an avid camper myself, and I've spent a lot of time camping across Europe and, and America and Canada, and something I've noticed as a user experience designer at heart is that the kind of process for booking a stay and finding the right stay for you um, is a really kind of awful experience. It's really difficult to find those kind of stays that you really love. So. You know, for example, what we're trying to build um, with Wildpoint is imagine you go to the platform and you go, okay, I want to I want to stay near a waterfall. I want to go somewhere where there's kayaking nearby Um, and um, I want to go somewhere where I'm near a forest. And you can kind of search by terrain, not just by the kind of amenities that are actually on the campsite, Um, but also kind of what we're doing is aggregating all of these kind of poor user experiences across these camping websites putting them all into one platform where people can kind of really easily find them.
0: Yeah, I think that makes sense. This whole idea of like a larger company that solves a lot of problems on one service. Like as an individual company, you could solve that specific niche of just finding Airbnbs for people who want the camping experience. Like there could be like an entire company that's just for cabins. There could be an entire company that just does pools better, like the Airbnb of finding me a place with a pool. So I think that that's a good business model. like. Is it exciting? Like how how has it been so far?
5: Yeah. So in in fact, today's been kind of an incredible day because we just um, closed um, some VC funding um, in the UK. So it's kind of meant that I can now grow out the team more. Um, So at the moment they've kind of put their faith in me for the past few months while we've been kind of bootstrapping. Um, everything we're doing um, but they've come from Microsoft and Airbnb and they've kind of put their faith in in what this could be and um, yeah so we've kind of got some funding behind us now which is super exciting because it means that we can start kind of executing on the plans that we have um, but you know um, one of the things that I kind of wanted to, to share with you was you know the, the idea of know sponsoring yourself for example to come over to the uk kind of anywhere you would like to go and hike or stay and Mm -hmm. you know we'd be super interested in in kind of sponsoring that whole trip and um and organizing that all for you if that was ever something of interest but um yeah i just kind of wanted to share what we're doing because obviously it's pretty relatable to uh your
0: kind of lifestyle so um yeah. awesome thanks for the time awesome oliver okay this is the example of something that i've been working for like this is beautiful just to share this moment because i have been i took my email off of the online so <laughs> no one can yeah. find my email online and anyone who sends me so just trying to think reverse like the filter of any person who wants to work with me or any company or brand who wants to work with me redesigning the environment of like how they get my attention has been fascinating to me. So if someone can't get my email, they might DM me and ask me for my email. And then my response to that would be like, you've got my attention right here. Just like get to it. Why, why like ask for an email when you could just write what you want to say right here. And then also this idea of like, instead of doing a phone call and scheduling that I'm live on clubhouse all the time. Like we can do the live pitch or whatever right here and it just happens in a natural way like i get to know who you are and your motivations and like shine that information in the light instead of just doing a private phone call it's more public and yeah i understand what you're up to and i absolutely understand the kind of value that i could gain from some kind of relationship and you going out of the way to make the first step to make this happen by taking the time finding out how you could get on raise your hand and do this and then being eloquent and not wasting any of my time to like break that all down. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, man. I'll, 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 i would be happy to continue this relationship and you know, me trying to teach and make it really easy for any company who wants to do work with me, making it really easy for them to know exactly how to like pique my interest and like what I'm looking for. 100%. I would love to be given Uh, some kind of experience or enabled you know awesome things awesome people uh going on a trip to the uk like i haven't i've been wanting to do that for a while but it just it's a lot of friction for me me to make that happen in the first place so yeah i think you get it i this was really good i'm really impressed oliver so let's keep this going in the future okay
5: amazing man sounds good I'll, i'll be in contact
0: okay cheers
5: thanks a lot craig fuck
0: yeah i love it joel let's go how you doing my dude? Hi, Craig. Are you are you taking the pup for a walk again today? <laughs>
6: I was I was just starting off by saying thank you so much for making my Wednesday night dog walk so much
0: better again. <laughs> You're welcome. It's
6: becoming a tradition.
0: Yeah, it's funny that I keep doing this at the same time and you're doing the exact same thing every single week at this time, so it's interesting to see. <laughs> I, I'm jealous you know, we though. Need, we need some routines. I'm jealous. I would love to do this while I'm walking a dog. That would be the like the goal that I would like to move towards, to always be doing this kind of broadcasting thinking while walking, right? So what, el- what else exactly. is new? How are you, you doing?
6: I'm fully enjoying myself. It's It's very good. So it's melting fast and I am very fascinated by the uh, topics that you have been covering today and I was I was wondering as I was listening to uh, the economics and social media part I I had a thought or question for you um, so recently I've been I've been coming across this this topic of basically people in social media with large audiences and and how they are becoming more and more as uh, they act as almost companies where basically they take external investments and then but those investors they, they get a percentage of whatever revenue they generate and I was wondering what are your thoughts generally around that and is that something that eventually you would consider doing yourself
0: absolutely good idea a lot of this is covered in my future notes but we can get to it this whole idea of leverage uh so capital is a form of leverage labor having people work for you is a form of leverage i'm just going to mute you while you're walking yeah um this uh yeah uh different forms of leverage are better than others and uh, having a social media platform being able to produce content and get it out to an audience is a form of leverage and leverage helps you do more work it's the foundation for this closed loop model this feedback this network effect where the more effort that you or the same amount of effort gradually becomes easier and makes you more money so in the other sense you get the same amount of value but cheaper and quicker and easier until the point where you're barely doing anything and this idea of uh, the users uh, owning a company is going to become huge in the future and for example we can see uh robin hood kind of playing with this idea one that's kind of in the news right now but it's absolutely a trend in the future that you know, the financial investment uh, industry is just being turned on its head instead of just a small group of like, you know, crazy rich people to begin with who get to do early investing in a company and then they open it up to everyday people. Uh, Yeah, that's gonna change in the future and a company and a creator are the exact same thing. So in some sense, I think in the future, we're gonna be able to see different ways. I don't know if it's capital or other ways uh, that people can literally invest And the users, in some sense, the people who follow any kind of creator or media brand uh, like Craig Adams could be investors and gain some kind of profit, whether it's it's basically happening right now. So anyone who follows my work and adds value back to my community is getting paid their dividend in influence and exposure and attention. Uh, It's just not monetary. So the step from transferring that value into actual money uh, is you just a, one blockchain away. <laughs> so I, I see it. And that, that, that's like a thing that we could talk about so much in the future, though. All right, I muted you. I don't know how to unmute you. Oh, my God. Clubhouse. Oh, there you are.
6: I guess I I guess I can unmute myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of sketchy. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Anyways, no, that was very very interesting to hear and i'm sure you have been thinking about that a lot so yeah very excited to hear your further thoughts on this but i was was kind of just listening and thinking i was like you know if i follow someone that is like in i've i've i know enough of them that i i'm like buying into what they do who they are what they stand for i'm like i want to invest in this person let's say like i want to i have some extra capital i could invest let's say 20 grand on this person and then for that money for that investment i gained let's say you know half a percent of what they generate over mm-hmm.
0: the next
6: year or two for example like like you said like companies and influencers are becoming more and more the same
0: yeah there's so not I, too much I, I of a difference and like I said, I think, right. it's, I think it's happening. I'm, I'm just going to pull you down right now because the audio yep. is a little crazy. Thank you, my dude. Um, yeah, it's happening already. And it's not really happening in the form of money dividends. It's happening in the form of attention and uh, value in different, in different ways. Like for a weird example, let's say you donate a thousand subscriptions to a Twitch follower that you like. Um, yeah, that's adding value and kind of investing in that person. They're going to use that money to uh, as leverage to build out their brand and gain more and grow. Um, you know, And they'll use that attention just to grow their stuff. So you're literally investing in that person. And the value you get back from that investment is just that person knowing your name, that person being more willing to include you in a social circle. But yeah, that the the move from that value being monetary and dividends is like easy, like it's not that hard. And I and like I said, I think we're one blockchain away. All right, I appreciate it, Joel. I love it. Um, I'm just I'm just jealous that you're outside walking and you have a pup. I'm gonna say that every single time you chime in, but it's always great. Love it. Can't wait to hang out in person. You know, it's so silly that we've had so many conversations on the interwebs, but we've never hung out in person. Yeah. Damn, uh, like once once I get this great feedback, like it gets makes me more interested in diving deeper into those topics. And I, I, I don't know what the value of like me continuing to go through all of my notes uh, versus like diving deeper into the topics. It's interesting to know how you're interested in specific things. So that tells me like what topics people get more value out of maybe in the future, like this idea of transparency. Uh, information from the dark to the light, but more focused on finances. Like, yeah, we could talk more about that next time. And just hearing the questions and the things that are resonating will help me to try to answer more questions and dive deeper into those topics during this whole week of content consumption, self-analysis, and then within a week, I'll be back on and we'll do this again. So that'll be great. I'm like halfway through my notes and I was just about to get to the whole Naval section, which has been the biggest aha moment that I've had this week. Like just so much to talk about. I think we're gonna end it here. We're gonna switch over to Twitch, but holy crap, I love this. Y'all are so great. I can't wait to hear from all of you. If you're listening, like if you're here on Clubhouse, it's great, you've got the live concert experience from the musician, you know, you can say that you were there first, but I think the real value of being on Clubhouse is that you raise your hand, give some feedback, whether it's just a quick little hello, I'm this person, I'm interested in this, or you want to dive, help to dive deep into specific topics that are really interesting, yeah, that's awesome. But we're gonna switch over to the mad cozy, chill. Twitch stream uh, and I'm going to spend some time there and uh, yeah this was great every week Wednesday at noon that may change in the future but I always schedule uh, I kind of want to get away from scheduling I'm trying to figure out what my schedule on clubhouse should be like I kind of want to keep my week open and like you saw like I'm halfway through my notes so I literally could go live again Friday or Monday just to finish up these notes and by then there's going to be even more So maybe I need to figure out what's important and what's not and do a little bit of trimming uh, just to uh, curate these ideas before each show, which I'll probably start to do. But like I said, damn, there's just so much to talk about with Naval stuff. Fuck. All right. Thanks, guys. I appreciate y'all. You're the best. Bye, Clubhouse. Let's hang out on Twitch. Twitch, CraigAdams.com. Wait, no. CraigAdams.com has everything, but it's twitch.tv slash CraigAdams. All right. Peace out, y'all. Did I end the room? I never know how to like do this, still learning it. And it's, it's like a little buggy, but okay. It must, it must be done, right? Ooh, talked straight for an hour and 28 minutes. There's the cos. I still haven't fixed my audio. I've been saying that I'm going to do it a million times, but I haven't separated the music from the audio in the baked recorded. <laughs> video file from Twitch, from OBS Streamlabs. So I've got a whole oat coffee latte here. I didn't even get to. Um, here, let's get rid of the iPhone. Hello? 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 First off, at the Nat, resubscribed tier one for four months. Twitch gang, hey, what is up? Dude, Thank you so much. Oh! You're the best. Twitch gang what's up great <laughs> and then we also have duck Hugh resubscribed on twitch prime for two months you for all, thank you, you so up. much oh, i appreciate f- it
3: support you my man
0: you do support me thank you you the man yeah it's hard to uh look at um the Take twitch chat while doing this hey arson it. hey oh, f- thank you so much for that twitch prime Appreciate you. I guess I could scroll back and kind of see what the vibes were. Puppy Drools laying it down. Joel's in the in the chat. <clears throat> Juan laying it down. David. Appreciate y'all. I'm here now though. Naval. Yeah. If you know Naval, you know. You know. He's got a lot of knowledge to drop. <laughs> send them to northern ireland yeah if i do uk i should try to try to like do as much as i can up there so what's up bing bingcha fantastic chat so many topics yeah halfway through and i think the quality was going up as my notes like my recent stuff i'm just so passionate about talking like the older stuff i was trying to decode like why did i take this <laughs> note in the first place so Yeah, a little bit of curation as far as what topics I cover would probably be smart. Not just always the weird little thoughts that pop into my mind. Take better notes, Craig, basically. Just came through from the Clubhouse room. Thank you for an awesome discussion. Thank you for hanging out. It was good. Had fun on Clubhouse. Got a run now. All right, peace out. Great chat, Arson. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wales is supposed to be pretty neat too. Yeah. Ever since I watched uh, the last season of the girl's loud. Hold on, the girl, she loud. There we go. That's good. Uh, the last season of the crown taught me a lot about whales. I didn't know shit about whales before <laughs> I saw that story, which is kind of funny. And I guess like how much of that show is real versus fiction. I was thinking about that on the subway today like i remember some kind of article of netflix getting in trouble for not telling people that the crown is not 100 percent true to what degree is it fictional fiction versus non-fiction and to what degree are they liable for <clears throat> making that apparent to people who watch i guess people who watch things like the crown just probably assume that it's true all of it is true like it's 100 percent true um I don't know what the percentage is. I I didn't know shit about the Royals before I watched that. So yeah, I guess, (laughs) I don't know. I'm I'm judging my entire opinion on the Royals and Wales as a place, as a culture, (laughs) based on that show. So I don't know if it's true. Hey man, started watching your videos last week after a huge for me hike in Ecuador. Ooh, I'm interested in hiking in Ecuador (laughs) to make it about me, no. Uh, that's cool to hear yeah yeah awesome take better notes while talking about we are in a simulation yeah yeah can't go there can't go there every single time 40 miles and three snowy volcanoes Ooh, three snowy volcanoes very cool yeah i'm still in the process of planning Columbia hike almost there i'm just trying to solve the problem of uh testing before the flight like How long does it take me to get tested in a cheap way uh, before I can book the flight? Because I keep my schedule open and I could book a flight for tomorrow and go and plan the trip. But I don't know if I can be tested and have the test results line up with when the air before I fly. So it's like just an extra problem to solve. So trying to work it out with Mika. I think she can help me a little bit. Thank you for sharing your critical thinking on these topics. Re- really insightful for those of us who don't make the time to make take a break from the hustle and bustle to get deep into ruminating, Ooh, good word, on things like this. Yeah, uh, I'm fascinated in consuming good ideas from smarter people. There's a lot of them out there. <laughs> I'll admit it. I'll be the first to admit. Um, and when I learn something new that excites me, I just get so excited to share it. And like I said, it's the more that I can write a note and analyze and think about why it's important and how it applies to my core principles. And then also just everything that I've done in the past and plan to do in the future. Like that's the real worth. It's not enough just to gain information. You need to like analyze it, process it and apply it. So this helps me do that. It's something I would be doing on my own. And these clubhouses, this podcast, these Twitch streams is just documentation of that process. So instead of just doing it in the private time, in the dark, I'm taking that process into the light. Yeah. And I think I gain from it. And I think hopefully some of y'all gain something. So that's it. Let's get the bacon. <laughs> NFTs, what's your take? Yeah, I'm still learning about the core ideas. As far as I know, um, people compare it to Pokemon cards and examples are probably the best way that I would understand it. I I haven't been... I, I guess I need advice if someone knows like a single piece of content that someone has produced that would educate me the, the most efficiently on the topic. Um, but it's the question of like... In a world where everything can be duplicated instantly and infinitely on the internet, like I can see a picture of the Mona Lisa uh, anytime I want for as long as I want for free. Um, How important is it to own any piece of that data of that culture uh, at a specific time? Like, do you really own? Like if you minted, if I minted the Mona Lisa right now, like why would anyone want to buy that and to what degree do i own like it's there's a lot of like questions that i have with that so hello um i guess if i solve that problem i might understand it more but I, i i'm still trying to understand the core principles carbon consuming art yeah but then that also goes down to the idea of um that's a whole nother topic you can't just dismiss nfts because you can't dismiss blockchain technology crypto you can't just dismiss these new technologies and this new way of thinking and producing content and wealth and generating good good happiness and whatever just because it has some negative cost everything has negative cost It's just to what degree is that cost offset or sustainable in some way. So if, um, if like X amount of productivity is caused because of NFT, like it's probably much higher than the cost, negative cost of carbon offset. Um, yeah, I'm not explaining that well, but that's a whole nother subject. What is the best way to quickly capture ideas? What works best for you? Um... Yeah, I just use Apple Notes on my phone. Yeah. So... Oh, I'm on Twitch. What the fuck am I doing? (laughs) I forget sometimes. I can just do this. Yeah, so uh, I just use Apple Notes because I'm like an iOS guy. And uh, these were all the notes that I was pretty much just scrolling through as I was doing my clubhouse today. And I stopped at about right here. So there's, you know... There's all of this still to go through. Um, And after I I end this live stream, I'll probably go through and delete most of this. Anything that I've processed and is in my brain and understood, I'll I'll delete. And if I have to think about more stuff, I'll probably keep it and add it to the top or add it to the bottom so I think about it more. Um, Yeah, that helps for me. Some people write on a piece of paper, but I think that's less efficient than always having the phone in your pocket. Electronic. 10 out of 10. Love it. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, man, I could take you when the weather is good. More than welcome. As someone who lives a bit as a nomad minimalist with a free schedule, but is trying to reach goals and grow, what role do daily routines play in your life? okay there's a cause a few layers to that question nomad trying to reach goals and grow what role do daily routines play in your life so we can't think about everything we do Uh, we have to automate that to some degree uh, to focus on other things Uh, so automate what's easy so that we can focus on what's what's more difficult and takes up we have an finite amount of brain power and time and energy and productivity. So I guess daily routines are daily routines because they're habit. I don't think about them so like I don't cook I guess that's like a daily routine I, I'm more likely to pay someone to do that for me because it's not something that brings me joy. Um, so I'm trying to automate that in a sense. Coffee I don't know like how helpful is it to talk about daily routines? And this comes down to like proof of work, like the more that I can just authentically share and document like what I'm up to throughout the entire day, like why would I want to hide any of that? Like it's taking that information and taking it from the dark to the light um, so that I don't have to prove or tell you what my daily routines are. Like you can just see it in the data stream. Um, Yeah, I, I, I try to sleep seven hours. Uh, midnight to 7 is what I try to do. But it's usually midnight or 1 to 8 or something like that. Coffee. Try to drink water. I just like pound. I always leave like a glass of water out. Just outside my reach when I wake up. Pound that. Coffee. Breakfast. Try to work out. I don't know. It's, there's a lot to it. <laughs> yeah. People love to hear about daily routines, I think there's value in it. I just—it's hard to express. I would more—I'd more, much rather show and not tell. So maybe I need to work on automating some way that people can see my daily routine without me having to one-on-one always explain it. You know, what I, you know what I'm saying? So if someone asks like, "What gear do you? What gear do you use to stream or record video? Or what clothes do you wear when you're hiking?" <clears throat> it's a lot of work. For me to explain that every single time. So just having CraigAdams.com up just automates that process, and I guess I have to automate what my daily routine is. So it's a good idea. Good idea. If you're an Android user, there's Google Keep. Um yeah, same thing. I just like cloud notes. Pretty simple. Lots of different ways to record notes. I vibe on the concept of NFT, but seen like trend go in direction of celebrities sell art for millions. Um, I don't know what value there is in trying to figure out if something is a trend or not. Um, hmm, yeah, there's there's a lot to it. I'm not sure. I'm still trying to figure it out. I I worry I worry less about like. I I just worry more about the core principles of it rather than like what I see in the news I just I don't I try to not consume news as much as possible because I I just don't think it's helpful to see what the masses are doing or interested in it's just I, I don't know I really struggle with that drafts sync across iOS Mac and Apple Watch and that works pretty well in terms of gathering things down when I think about them drafts I don't know about drafts. I just write in the normal notes. I don't ever do drafts. Is that like an app? I don't know what drafts is. It's like a different app maybe. I might steal from the dark to the light. Did you invent that phrase? Be more open? Yeah, it's a a weird, I think I thought about- Hello. hello. Um, How Yeah, just words to explain, like vocabulary to explain processes and things. And I think I'm going to probably steal some from Naval. I think he he explains things pretty well. Um, But yeah, I I don't think I've ever heard anyone talk about from the dark to the light. Um, But yeah, you can use it. I don't own anything. You can always do whatever you want. Day in the life video. That would be okay so yeah i've been thinking about this like uh you know uh, i'm getting tired my voice is kind of getting fucked at this point but i had so much more to talk about and talking about the life updates and then also talking about my plans for the future and redesigning my life i established my core principles and i wrote those down i probably have like eight or nine really good well thought out principles like goals for my life and once these are minted like a code of ethics all of my other decisions in my life just fall from them and it's like writing a good character like the story just happens like just take a good well established character into any situation and the story just happens it's like the same thing with these principles so i was excited to talk about that maybe i'll do another surprise clubhouse Ugh, yeah or maybe i could just save it for next week i need to figure out the amount of what's worth sharing i also like the feedback like it you know it uses some time up from the this episode but i think it's really fun to hear from people yeah from the dark to the light <laughs> <laughs> yeah write your book do i read Naval noah harari you bet your britches i do um yeah i really need to start making a minimum viable product of of good ideas people and books concepts that i borrow from and learn from and inspirations on my website because he would be on the short list of five people uh, that i read everything they produce i respect i've learned a lot from it's basically you know I've, i've read all of his books uh multiple times yeah 21 lessons uh sapiens homo deus Multiple times. Yeah. Alright, this was fun. Y'all are the best. I love this. Um, I'm going to go work out. I'm going to clean up, make sure everything's good with my apartment. going to chug some water, and then I'm going to go run. My shoulder's still a little fucked up, but I want to try to get back to lifting. And, and like, you know, my shoulder, like, the joint... I did something on the last like set of weights that I like, probably four days ago. I'm kind of worried that it still hurts. Like, so I'm gonna take it really easy. Maybe I'll just do like a core exercise and not even worry about like lifting today, but I'm gonna go run, take a hot, good old shower. I did my laundry today. So I gotta, I'm gonna do that before I go work out, get that all situated and then hit the protein shake vegetables seeds good healthy stuff yeah improve physical health improve mental health improve your close, in close improve your close relationships those are the three things that i care about that's it everything stems from them those are the only things that money can't buy jeff bezos rich man he still has to work out he still has to keep himself calm And uh, good mental health. And he also has to uh, improve his relationships. Can't buy those things. You got to work on them every day. All right. Cheers, y'all. Peace.